This is Joy. Happy birthday! Rose is in the chat and it's her birthday too. Oh my gosh! Happy birthday, Rose. I love that this year we just happened to record on our actual birthdays, which is really fun. We have an early coffee delivery, like right out of the gate. And I just feel really excited. I feel like this year has been really fun. A lot of new things, a lot of new adventures. Yeah. I know I did a lot of new things. You did a lot. Yeah. I tried heli skiing. I went surfing again. I learned, I tried mountain biking. I tried trail running. I got a lot more tattoos. What else did I do? How many year? tattoos did you get? Well, I like finished my sleeve. Sure. Yeah. A lot of sessions yeah. of sitting for tattoos. Yes. I feel like when you, I was talking to my tattoo artist about this and like, if I feel like there's a time, a point where you cross a line where when people ask you how many tattoos you have, you can't answer that question. And that's like when you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that like you have, because yeah, people will say like, how many tattoos do you have? I'm like an arm and a half and a half a leg. Like, I don't know. I guess. Many. Is that kind of the um like you're a legit level of tattoos when you can't? I think it's just like when you when it means that you're heavily tattooed, and you I know I do say this cred. all the time that I like don't realize how many tattoos I have until I see myself like in a tank top and I'm like, oh wow! Like the other night I went to a concert and I wore. Wait, you went uh, to a concert? Oh my gosh. <laughs> What? I know. This is like a whole... I know. I did a very out of character thing for myself on Wednesday night. I went to a concert with a friend, a girlfriend who... On a Wednesday on a school night? Danny, who you met at the run. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about the trail run. Oh, yeah. So my good friend Danny, who she and I have been friends since we were in sixth grade. And we went to this concert the night before Thanksgiving in Boulder at the Fox Theater. And it was like a DJ. I don't know. It was. Oh, the Fox Theater is so fun. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. And it was like really not too crowded. And anyway, I wore a one shoulder bodysuit. Whoa. I know with like the nipple like covers. So I didn't wear a bra. Mm-hmm. I had like mm-hmm. little pasties on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the coolest thing I've done in such a long time. And uh, fun. I like got a glimpse myself in the mirror. I was like, oh my gosh, look <laughs> at my tattoos. I looked very cool at the Fox Theater in my one shoulder tank top body. Speaking of nipple covers, have you seen the new bra? Well, I I shouldn't say it's new, but oh, from the Skims, the the Skims nipple bra. I haven't actually seen it, but I have seen jokes about it. Well, you know, there's so (laughs) many different comments about it, but there's there's also the side of people who don't have nipples that like that gives them nipples. I can't believe I'm saying that word so many times in a row. That to me is like okay, that's definitely not something I automatically think of, but like that is awesome. Sure. Yeah. If you... If like maybe you had some surgery or maybe you're just like whatever type of bra that you have, who knows? Like maybe that's just something that like you don't have on your body and it gives you that. But isn't the point of bras that we don't want to see people's nipples? I like, guess. I don't know. That's a I great that point. I don't know. That we as a society had decided was not cool. Mm-hmm. Or to have your headlights on. That's what we don't want. Sure. But then also bras, the point... also the point of a bra is to like i guess lift it so they're not just hanging everywhere i mean i don't know there's a yeah i don't know either but yeah it's definitely the only thing i've seen on the market like it so good for people who have that option she does have a monopoly on right bras that make you look like you have giant nipples i saw there is this i think this person's on tiktok since i'm not on tiktok i only see their instagram reels and it's like a a woman who does skits of the (gasps) she's amazing oh my gosh she's so funny. You, you, can you look her up? Yeah, let me look her up real quick. I actually followed her 
on there are people who in the or in the chat maybe but yuri brianna says her name is yuri she's i never have watched the kardashians ever in my life but i love her skits and she had one about them and how they were like uneven oh and my gosh it was hilarious she's, like, she's not even uneven. so funny like let me see if i can find one that i could just play really quick it is just i want to i want you to hear how great she does every single sister's voice guys Who's hosting Thanksgiving? Me, but as long as you guys are here by three and gone by four. Not the Thanksgiving Express. And I don't want any birds invited. Those are my boundaries. So we're not having a turkey. I don't know. Is a turkey a bird? It's she goes to, I love how she does Courtney because Courtney's always got the fake nails falling off and, she and she's like, always like not the turkey po- she uses <laughs> those, like, post-it tabs that you use to like in middle school to like mark up your book and so she's and they're always just like falling off and my favorite one was when she had like a big cup full of a salad that she was mixing with a straw. Oh, well, they, uh, oh my gosh, because on the show, salad. on the show, they're always doing the shake salad. So they have the shall- the salads in those plastic bin or boxes, whatever, and they're just like, shake, 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 because they're shaking the dressing. Um, So yeah, if you guys do want to follow her, it's Yuri Lamasbella. So Y-U-R-I, well, I'm just going to post a link, Lamasbella. Yeah, if you just type, if you just type in Yuri on Instagram, I'm, I'm sure, sure she's going to come up. Yeah. She has 2.4 million followers. So yeah, funny. so. um, Kate says, does this mean my uneven pronounced nipples from breastfeeding are in? Yes, yeah, I believe that is what this yeah. means. Yeah. So when I was wearing that bodysuit, I have very tiny, tiny boobs. Everyone knows this. Yeah. But I'd also breastfed two kids and they're still tiny, but like very unevenly, like somehow. And I was wearing that. I put on that bodysuit and I was like, how do I have une- uneven nipples? I don't even have boobs. Like, come on. So then I had to get those little covers. Which little I just covers, got yeah. Anybody's wondering. I got someone's from Target. They were, very, they were fine. They were Pasties. a little sweaty. I, gosh, I don't remember though. I don't think I've ever worn. Actually, I wore those little like chiclet things that you get that you put yeah, in your bra. Uh-huh. I wore those at my wedding. I wore those on my wedding too. And I mean, it was great because they like add a little volume, yeah, but then they post, cleavage. they, but then they cover I, your nipple. Did you have a strapless wedding dress? I had a halter and I didn't a wear halter. a bra. I had a yeah. strapless mm-hmm. and I had to like give myself a little something to hold the dress yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember wearing those and I mean, they're really comfortable because I mean, anything's better. Anything like that is better than a bra. But back to the nipple bra, I'm like, great for people who want that option. I don't, at first I was kind of like, what? And then when I read the comments, I was like, oh yeah, there's actually people who maybe don't have nipples or like maybe they did some type of like top surgery that didn't, I don't know, whatever. So cool. It feels bizarre to me. I guess there's like, if you want It's it, new, it, right? It's like new it, to us. Now. It's yeah. new to us. And we're like, well, it's so weird. And then you're kind of like, okay, that makes sense. The other thing I wanted to tell you guys, because I was, um, I know Tina's in the chat and Tina, sometimes I'll, I'll text her and be like, I think you like the Skims underwear because we were going through like the whole underwear debacle a while ago because I was like, I really can't like whatever. Like I, I'm always on the hunt for like better underwear. And then we kind of went through the whole thing of wearing thongs. And and then people were like, oh, yeah, because sometimes when you wear briefs, they do end up in your bum anyway. So they're like, thongs just like stay put. And I'm like, okay, okay I guess I can see that. I don't know if I'm ever going to be totally comfortable, but it made me see, it made me reconsider things. But anyway, so Skims underwear, I haven't tried it yet, but apparently it's like really 
good, comfortable things. I went to Nordstrom about a month ago because I was like, I want to try some of this stuff on. I want to see what the hype is. I was looking for a good bra. I went and tried on one of their like dresses because, you know, they just have like a bodycon dress. They have right. so many types of, right. I don't know, loungewear, but looks cute wear. So I tried on one of their dresses. And when I tell you it was skin tight, I was like, because it was just like the size that I normally wear. And I put it on. I was like, okay, this is body con. Like, this is really something that's going to just hug every single thing. And it was okay. But it was just like, I had it on. I'm like, I can't, I can't wear this. I just can't wear this. But maybe I tried on like the wrong style. And then I left with nothing because the bras didn't fit great. Like, it just for all the hype that it gets, it, it didn't fit well for my body type, which they kind of advertise that it's for everybody. And I wasn't super feeling it. I don't know. Yeah. I need to try more and things. You I see think. all those like the UGC ads where they ha- they hold up the bodysuit and it looks like it would fit like an American Girl doll. And then they put it on. They're like, oh, my God, how? And I'm like, I don't I I don't believe that you can breathe. I don't believe that you could sit down and like be comfortable. Yeah. I do have an underwear conundrum that I need people to help me solve. Mm. And this is a very specific one. And maybe I do just need to like wear a thong or something or like boy shorts. I don't know. So in my karate belt tests, in case you guys are have no idea what I'm talking about, I hope you do. My family and I all do taekwondo. And every two months, we either have a belt test or a progress check. And as part of that, you have to do a very high number of alternating sidekicks. So imagine like standing. Yeah, it's exactly. It makes me think of my Taibo days. Taibo was like kick, Taibo. kick, kick, kick. Billy Blanks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. One time I bro- broke my toe doing Taibo because um, I kicked a bookshelf in my house and I was like, oh, were you doing it like in your basement? I was, I was always doing, doing, exactly I was I was doing, doing Billy Blanks. I remember like getting some copy of it because it was so expensive yeah. and my friend like taped it for me. And I, I was think like, my stepmom like ordered it from the Yeah, from, it was so silly because it was like at the time I just wanted to quote unquote be skinny and I was like, this yeah. is what's going to do it for me. <laughs> and I kicked the bookshelf that held all of our VHS tapes and I broke my toe. Yeah, it's such a 90s moment. Yes. So imagine now doing 100 alternating sidekicks and what that does to your underwear. And now you're standing there in these like canvas karate pants Uh where uh like if you want to pick a wedgie, there is no dispute way to do it. No. Your pants are so thick. What if you wear leggings under... No underwear, leggings. You, you know I can't do that, Joy. You know I can't uh, wear leggings. Come no on, underwear. Uh, b- uh, bike shorts is not an option. Bike shorts under the pants. Nope. No. Okay. Bike shorts under- are your underwear. Just, yeah. Yeah. See, even Kate. Kate is on board with me. I would wear okay. bike shorts under the pants. Okay, maybe that's what I need to do because I don't like. You're standing there, and granted, I'm surrounded by literal children. Like, they don't care if I'm digging around trying to pull a wedgie, but it's not a good look. I mean, they're all sitting there picking their noses. They're too they're busy. All, yeah, it's true. But I don't want to be like, like, because, and then you never like quite get it back, and the whole rest totally. of the, and it's at the beginning of the belt test, so the whole rest of the yeah. belt test, you have a wedgie. And I can't promise that bike shorts aren't going to give you a wedgie either. Yeah, I got to try it. I, I mean, I need to do some research. I need to like wear my pants if I mean, practice my sidekicks in my house. Yeah, if you did go, if you did go commando, I could under, I could feel like that would change chafe some parts if you're like constantly yeah, it's not chafing. a comfy yeah. pair of pants and you guys know me i can't go commando it's not i i like i it would be more distracting for me sure. to be commando than it would for me to have a wedgie i i hear you yeah, yeah. i hear you lulu line shorts maybe yeah i also yeah. wear those underdresses, mckenzie or there's a pair of like 
um, Amazon like under shorts that are mm-hmm. that I bought that I like. You kind of need the longer biker shorts though, because yeah. then they'll stay down versus mm-hmm. the shorter yeah, like, ones will like, crawl up. I have the longer aligned shorts. Maybe those would be a good yeah. fit. A good yeah. Choice. All right, I'm going to try that. Because we solved that problem. What else do you need us to solve? Yeah, seriously. We are a hive mind. Do you have? Ooh, Tina says she bought Fruit of the Loom women's boxer briefs, which she loves. Okay. Okay. I used to I wear like boxer them. briefs. You know, back in the 90s when I was in high school, the J. Crew, like, I don't know, it was kind of like the men's underwear for women. It was like the boxer brief for women. I just thought that was like the cutest look. And I had a pair of those. I thought it was like the shit. But you can't really like wear those underpants. They're just kind of baggy. I mean, you can now if you have mm-hmm. high-waisted baggy pants, but yeah, you sure. can wear them under the pants of the 90s. They were like, right. here, wear this pair of women's boxers under, under the low-rise skin-tight, low-rise jeans that are that you have to practically shave your pubes in order to wear. Right, exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, not to jump around too much, but I've been really into these Wild Fable sweatpants from Target lately. They're so comfortable and they're like loose, but in a cool way, like the cool kid loose. And I've been wearing them so much. I got two pair because they were on sale. I got a black pair and a cream color pair. I've been wearing them so much lately. Scott came up to me the other day and he's like, wow, you're you're really rocking the norm core. <laughs> I was like, is that what it's called? Because I had a baggy, I had baggy, I had baggy sweats on, and then like yeah. a baggy Taylor Swift yeah, hoodie just on. You're just you just look like a normal person. Is that what that means? Yeah, I don't know. He's like just kind of a word for it, I guess. But just kind of being like sweatpant alicious, but trying to make a cool sweatpant. Sweatpant alicious. Yeah, but that is what you're doing. You have cool sweatpants. That's all I've been wearing lately. It's kind of I'm trying. Yesterday I was like, These oh, I'm gonna put. That fits me right now. Exactly. I was trying to kind of get fancy yesterday because my parents have been in town and I was like, well, okay, so today we're just going to go out shopping and run some errands. I'm like, maybe put, I'll put jeans on. But then I just, I reached for a pair of Joy Lab. I got those cool, I also got a pair of pants where they have almost like the puffer vest material on the front. They're so warm and they're really form fitting. So they weren't too sweatpantsy, but I'm just reaching for the comfy things. I realized that I haven't really put on a pair of actual jeans or pants in quite some time, but that's okay. I think that's fine. I think you're I think you're okay. I mean, again, back to my um DJ concert outfit, my bodysuit. I wore my bodysuit and then I wore my mountain biking jeans because they were very stretchy. Mountain biking jeans? I bought this pair of jeans. The brand is called Ripton mm-hmm. and they make performance jorts. Their motto is life is jort. They're great. They're made and so they're based out of Boulder, actually. And they have this pair of jeans. If you guys are listening to this and you wouldn't and you follow them on Instagram, I got the super light jeans and they are actually so nice and light and stretchy and they they're cute they have like a nice like not too wide kind of straight leg and they have a zipper pocket on the side that fits your phone and so that's why i wear them to the concert because i was like oh i can just like put this little stuff in this little pocket but they're but like that's designed for mountain biking so that you can like put your phone in a zippered pocket instead of just like trying to put it in your back pocket or if you like don't want to be wearing a backpack i felt very cool i was like all right well i got my bike pants on I really enjoy, I've been, I'd say for the past six months, I got rid of my purse. So all I use now is the card wallet that sticks on the back of my iPhone, chapstick. That's all I carry around. And I have been so proud of myself that once I started just like going the no purse route, I was like, wow, I don't need anything. I don't need anything. I don't need a wallet. All I need is chapstick and my phone. And I just always need pockets. That's the thing. So I'm always trying to like 
figure out my pocket situation because I don't want to carry a purse around, but I'm never going to go back. It's hard. I don't want to carry a purse. I mean, I, I take a purse to work, obviously, like on my laptop, but I've never carried a purse ever in my life. I've always been like a pocket person and I um really enjoy the winters when I have like a coat and I can put stuff in my big coat pockets because in the summer, I'm just carrying stuff around, which is not that. Yeah. Cool, but yeah. Well, I've like, never and- really been into purses. With puppy raising, it makes it easier too because oh, I'm always yeah. carrying around like the treat bag. And so anyway, yeah, Kelly says, once I got a fanny pack, I never went back to purses. And fanny packs are really good. Sometimes I'll wear a fanny pack. It's just so convenient. See, I was always on the fanny pack train and Scott always made fun of me. And now they're super in. Well, they've they been in for in. a while. But yeah. I was like, see, I never, <laughs> never let Kate, go of that. Kate says, normalize treat bags, but for me. <laughs> Yes, we are doing treat bags for ourselves this year. Oh, that's actually a smart idea. Just like carry on the treat bag. Um, Rose says, my purse just keeps getting smaller. It will be gone soon. So nice. (laughs) (laughs) Phasing it out. Well, because everything's digital. You can put all your cards on your phone, which is so cool. And you do Apple Pay and all that good stuff. But I went to, where was I yesterday? Oh, we went skiing on Saturday, on Friday. Yeah. At like the little lodge. I didn't have my wallet with me, but I had my phone. And I walked up and I was like, do you guys take Apple Pay? And the guy looked at me like I had five heads. Like, of course we take Apple Pay, you dumb dumb. Yes. Like, it was as if I asked him, like, can I pay with American dollars here? Like, That's so funny because, like, not everyone does. Well, he was a youth. He was like... Oh, uh, he was a youth. He was like, why would I not take Apple Pay? And I was like, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. not everywhere takes Apple Pay. You guys don't have Wi-Fi. Like, don't look at me like that. But yeah, we went skiing as like... It's we got a lot of snow this week in Colorado or in the Boulder Denver area, and we've had a lot of snow early season. Like it's not normally this snowy in November, which is nice. It's a good start to the season, and the ski hills, a lot of them are open and actually have like a lot of times the ski resorts will open what's called the white ribbon of death, where they literally just use the snow makers to open one run yeah and they can keep like a snowmaker can make about as much snow to if you if it's not cold enough and if it's not actually snowing you can artificially open about one run from top to bottom and then you go up the the lift and everyone just has to come down the same run so that is not the case right now like a lot of places have a good amount of train open we went to eldora and i mean we just did the bunny hill with the kids but was it crowded to be up there no not really and we were up there i mean it was black friday so i think like a lot of people it was actually more crowded than i thought it was going to be but it wasn't like crowded by the by normal season standards Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. back to the purse thing you guys are in the chat talking about somebody from selling sunset pulling flaming hot cheetos out of her purse out of her birkin yeah out of her birkin brie just pulled a flaming hot cheeto out of her purse and was like just one single cheeto Mm -hmm. yeah it was great I freaking love that show so much. I had a funny, we had a funny um, like generational moment at Thanksgiving where Miles was trying to explain to my stepdad what Takis are. Mm-hmm. Like the, I mean, they're kind of like Cheetos, but Miles mm-hmm. eats, sometimes I'll get him the blue, like super spicy Takis. And he basically just like, it's like an event. Like he'll like bring a friend over and they'll like dare each other to like eat who can eat the most like flaming hot Takis. But they're blue. Like, Why are they blue? I don't know. Is it just like a flavor? Just just to be silly. Just to be be more attractive to teenage boys who want to eat blue things. Exactly. Right. And so then like you finish and your face and your hands are covered in like super spicy blue powder. It just looks very wild. But it was a funny moment where my stepdad was just looking at him like, oh, what? (laughs) It's like a Cheeto. And Miles is like, it's not a Cheeto. I was like, but it's like, you just got to go with me, Miles. It's like a Cheeto. (gasps) Maybe mimicking a blue flame, Mira says. Mira, I think even that is too poetic for <laughs> I think they literally are like, what is the least natural color we can make this? Blue, yeah, sure, blue. Melissa well, says, like when Burger King had purple ketchup back in the day, you I used don't, to be able to, Heinz used to make like blue I and green ketchup. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. 
They did. What was the marketing around that? Just like that it was fun and you oh. could like an unexpected color of ketchup. That's so I didn't funny. eat a lot of those foods growing up, as you can imagine, but I did watch so much TV. So I remember all the commercials for those things. Like we didn't ever get the purple ketchup or the green ketchup, but we I certainly remember the commercials for it. All right. So last year for the new year for 2023, I did 23 and 23. I've talked about my list a few times. So a couple weeks ago when we were like, I'm done with 2023. I'm ready to move on. I was like, I'm also done. I'm going to make, I'm going to start my list early. I'm going to start like a birthday list instead. But the problem is instead of like just bumping it up by one and doing 24 and 24, this requires me to bump it up by quite a lot and do 36 and 36 because I'm turning 36. So I started my list and I need some input because I'm I'm running low <laughs> on things, which like. How many do you have? Okay. So you mean do 36 things for your 36th year. Correct. And then last year you did 23 things for the year 2023. Yeah. And some of them yeah. were like really big. Some of them were really minimal. Some of them were like things I was probably going to do anyway, but I wanted to just sort of like give myself the motivation to make sure I did it, like finish organizing our garage or like, you know, or and then um, like, for example, let's see, 23 and 23. Some of the things were get coffee or a meal with four friends I haven't seen in over three months, watch dinner twice with Joy and Jess, finish the garage, finish the basement, run a trail 5k go on two surf trips like i already knew i was gonna do that like finish my will we did that Earn. oh you did finish that yeah we did for that you i still haven't done that i mean the stakes are a little bit lower for you because you don't have kids but like really what we realized and in so in, in colorado you don't need like a whole estate you can have just a will because we i forget why there's some some legal reason why it's like easier in colorado um, in some states, like if you don't have an estate, then all of your stuff automatically has to go to the court. And in Colorado, that's not the case. But it made me realize that like, even if you don't think that you have a lot of stuff or like a lot of money that you're going to leave to people. Well, regardless who you are, or what family members you have, it's like it just get it makes it easier on your family. It makes it easier on your family. And like we, it, you know, it's even as the things in there are like some of the stuff that you will t that you will put in there are like if you are to be on life support, how long do you want to be on life support? And so then your family is not arguing over, you know, well, it's been a month and she's not showing signs of improvement. Well, no, no, no. She would have wanted us to give her more time. Like mine is three days. So like if I if after three days, all the doctors agree she's not coming back from this. I want to be unplugged. Brandon's is 30 days. He wants a little more time to make mm -hmm. to really make sure. But yeah. like now we're not arguing over that. You know, you're like our families aren't like I'm not yeah. in there like getting in an argument with Brandon's sister because we're all emotional yeah, and yeah, we yeah, all like yeah. want what we want. And that happens even though you all don't think time. it's even though you think it's not gonna happen. I've seen that in my family. Anytime someone dies, the weirdest stuff pops up where you're just like, oh my gosh, it just brings out some really interesting yeah, dynamics. So emotional and like, right. And so even just that type of thing, or like, um, you know, Sandy always says this to us. She's like, no matter how old you are, make sure you have a will and make sure you have life insurance because otherwise you are screwing your family over. And because people die every day unexpectedly. There's no way to know. You hope it's not going to happen, but you just never know. It doesn't have to be fancy. So we, I literally just Googled like estate planning lawyer, Boulder, Colorado. Ours was a couple thousand dollars because we did a whole thing because we do have kids and we do both have like a lot of family and we're young. And so, you know, like we have kind of more of our future that we kind of had to like consider as we do all this. And mostly because we have, we have kids and we have so much close immediate family that we kind of needed to like, there were a lot of scenarios 
scenarios that we had to work through. But like my dad recently redid his and it was like a couple hundred bucks because all he did was sort of sit down and say like, here's what I have and here's who it's going to go to. And he didn't really have to think through all these like other eventualities because he's in his late 70s and he sort of like knows what his estate is going to look like when he dies. Like nothing really is going to change between now and the next 10 to 15 years, right? So you also can do it. Like if you really have a very simple situation, you can go on what is it, like legal Zoom and, and get it done and then go get it notarized, like just to have something. Right. Yeah. But I found it really helpful to meet with an attorney and go through it so they could explain to me like, this is what this is. This is what this means. And then like when you die, this is what will happen. And like, here's, you know, like you need to go through and make sure you write down like all your passwords for everything because otherwise it could take weeks for people to get access to your phone bill while it goes to collection because they don't have your death certificate or whatever the case may be. And like, you need to know that like people need to know where to find your like safety deposit box keys or what. I don't know. I don't know if anybody has safety deposit yeah. box keys anymore. Yeah. But like this stuff where it's like you take for granted like, oh, one day I'll make sure someone knows what that is. Well, like that day should be today. So we did that um, in the spring and it feels good to have it done. Okay. So what else? Jumping back to your list. Yeah. People on the tire are like, all right, you convinced me. Good. I mean, it is. It's like. It's just a really good peace of mind. And if you kind of just need to get in a mindset around it, because I know that it's, it's hard to talk about sometimes and some people are like, oh, avoid because we don't want to talk about death. It's really hard. BJ Miller is an amazing resource. If you want to just Google some of his podcasts, he's a hospice doctor and he's had a ton of TED Talks and podcasts where he's talking about this. And he's like, even if it's hard for you right now, create just like a, a shoebox of things that you want people to know when you pass away. Whether it be passwords, whether it be just like something that you just kind of like totally. put in this box. Like make a LastPass account, which is Yeah, like LastPass or like, you know, because even on Facebook, you can create a legacy person. So if you pass away, people can get into your Facebook and like turn it off or make it a legacy page. Like things where social media is so prevalent, we need a way to get into your accounts. Like those are all things that really make it complicated once you pass yeah. away. And I had to actually convince my dad because he was like, oh, you guys will figure it out. Like I don't want to like, he thought that it was like and he didn't want to feel like he was, you know, controlling us from the grave sort of thing. And I was like, it's actually the opposite. Like, we want to know. So if you have a hard time thinking about it, try to think about it as something you're doing for your loved ones so that they will feel secure in the choices that they make on your behalf after you die or in the choices that they make, like, for your stuff or for sentimental, you know, or for your assets or whatever. Like, it is so much better to think, oh, this is what they would. I know this is what they wanted versus like, well, I don't know. Do you think they would have wanted this? So do it for your do it for your family. Okay, so here's some things that I have so far on my list. Um, I liked the one about meeting friends for coffee who I hadn't seen, so I added that one again. I'm going to go out to dinner three times with my mom. Um, I'm going to see a musical with you and Jess, so I hope that's on your list as well because it's I'm making it on your list. I love it. There's probably a, re- a lot of really good musicals coming out, or we could we count gotta... going to see the Mean Girls movie together because that's a musical. Oh, me and, and an actual musical. musical. I like both. Yeah. I love going I like to musicals. Both. Yeah. I want to successfully bake croissants because I've tried a couple of times and they've always I haven't got my lamination right. They've always like come out really melty. Like the butter has always melted in the oven. So one of my goals is to su- successfully make croissants. I want to go on. 12 mountain bike rides. I want to ski 20 days, which I already have my one. And like anything counts. Like if even if I just go with the magic carpet five times with my kids, like we did on Friday, that counts. I want to paint my kitchen cabinets. So like that's one where it's like, I just want to give myself the like motivation. Ooh, I want to do that too. But I'm like really scared if anyone has any good, I know there's a lot of kits out there that you can get like really good paint for the, I would love to do that. But then I kind of get in that mindset yeah. of like, well, should we just redo our whole kitchen? I'm like, no, don't do that. No, <laughs> well, and we painted our cabinets at our last house and it was a nightmare. So I I learned a lot of like what not to do because we tried. So 
I was reading all these things on Pinterest that were like, you don't have to sand. Here's all you yeah. have to do. And it was incorrect. You have to sand. You have you to have sand to and you have to remove the doors and you have to do and all you, of the prep. We did remove the doors, but like we tried to get away with not sanding and we did like half our doors and then we were like, this isn't going to work. So then we had to uh, like strip them and sand them again and like do the whole thing. And then the other thing that we didn't do at first, we we're like, we'll just do it by hand. No, you want a paint sprayer. Like they're not that expensive. You can rent one, get a paint gun. Like don't just use do it by hand. So those are the two things I learned. But we also need, like, we really do need a new countertop. Our countertop is for mica, and it's, like, worn out in places. Like, it's just so old. And so I'm like, well, if we're going to paint, we probably should just replace our countertop. Our kitchen is not that big. We really just need, like, one big piece and then a couple of really small mm-hmm. pieces, like, to go next to our oven. Mm-hmm. And and it would be make such a big difference in our house because, like, because our kitchen is so central to our house and it's so dated. And it's also really dark. It faces south, but all it has is, like, one dinky little window anyway so i want to do that oh i want to get my front splits this is like more of a taekwondo sort of goal okay are we talking about like actual like splits yeah, split splits okay 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 because i i don't think i can get my middle splits like my hips are just not going to do that but i think i could get a fr- I'm like i'd say i'm like i don't know six or eight inches away from a front split which is a lot still that just but, reminds me it gives me my childhood trauma of not being able to do split. i'm just no, not well, built i'm not built for it i think you're probably more built for it you have more flexibility i just will never so be there. i a weird thing about me is as you guys have, like, if you've ever seen pictures of me, um, I have hypermobile joints. And so ironically, what that means, and this is like caused a lot of problems during my pregnancies, is that I'm really not flexible because my tendons and my muscles are like, like they clamp down on my joints to try to keep them in place. So I have to be really careful when I'm, if I have a flexibility goal, because I can inadvertently cause instability in my joints by being too flexible. So we'll see how this goes. And particularly my pelvis, I've had a lot of issues with from being pregnant and from having like, I have like serious, um, what's that joint? in the front of your pelvis called. It's not your SI joint. Is it your SI joint? Uh, oh, your pubic symphysis. I had like serious problems with that when I was pregnant with Evie. My pelvis basically just like kept dislocating. So we'll see what happens. But I would ideally like to get my front splits and or just like, I want higher kicks is really where this is coming from. Because right now when I do my little like taekwondo forms, I'm like, boop, and I look really lame. So what's the benefit of having a higher kick? Is it just like- It's look- more useful. If you're sparring, you can actually like reach people. Okay. And like if when you're doing your forms, they look a lot better because you actually can get like above 90 degrees and then your kicks actually look more like a lot of taekwondo. There's two sort of like aspects to it. One is like forms and presentation. And then one is like fighting and sparring. So for the fighting and sp- it's sort of the sim- a difference between like runway fashion and everyday fashion. Like people always look at when they see competition forms, they're like, you couldn't fight with this. Like you can't, this is not realistic. Like, yeah, that's not the point of this. This is a presentation. This is like showmanship. You are like doing a routine, you know, like, and so for that, having higher kicks obviously just looks a lot better. And then for actual sparring, the more flexible you are, the more like adaptable you can be in the moment about where you are going to be able to land a hit. So I never thought I would be making fitness goals based on my ability to kick people. But here that's so great, though. OK, this is a fun list. And then the only other one I have so far is that I want to finish landscaping our front yard, which is another one of those things where like, I think I'm going to do it anyway, but I just want to like put it on the list. And Maxine actually texted us last week and she wants to have a wedding in our backyard next summer. Oh. Oh, Maxine. I know. So if you guys don't know, remember, Maxine was our au pair. She was with us from 2020 until the fall of 2022. So for like two and a half years through the pandemic, everything. She actually got married around this time last year, but they didn't have a ceremony. And her, because her husband's, I don't know why exactly they didn't have a ceremony, but one of the reasons is that her husband's sister, who is like a 
really big influencer <laughs> had a wedding on New Year's Eve last year. And I think they were like, we can't like to do this at the same like our family already is like in neck deep with this big wedding so she was like she texted me she was like i know this is a big ask but we just want to have a really small wedding and we were really hoping maybe we could do it in your backyard so i was like yeah sure why not and being having been a wedding planner for a long time i know what i'm getting myself into so i kind of was like here are the things you need to think about we're you know we'll provide xyz and hopefully it'll help me motivate to sort of get some better landscaping going in my yard because our backyard, we've just like been doing the bare minimum to keep our grass alive and waiting, knowing that we were going to change the layout. So it'll be fun, but it'll be so fun. So cute to have like a little wedding. And we're going to have to, the one thing I was immediately thought was like, oh, we're going to have to replace our toilet on the main floor. <laughs> yes. All the toilets in our house are so old. We plunge a toilet every day. Really? Oh because, my gosh. Because the plumbing? Because our toilets are old and they don't have like any oomph. Yeah, they flush. don't like, yeah. Even if you hold it down, it doesn't, you it know, doesn't how so. <laughs> right. And there's no like horsepower to flush sure. them down. And if you use like one extra square of toilet paper, that thing's going to clog. And we have two kids in the, you know, especially Evie, you know, she's four and a half. Yeah. Almost five. Like she doesn't know how much toilet paper to use. Sure. Like, when in doubt, she just uses more and more. Yes. So our toilets clog every day. So why would you have to replace it on the main floor? Because that's the one that a lot of people. Oh, for the wedding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Someone like how mortifying would that be if you clogged the toilet at someone's like the one that is the toilet? I think that's everyone's fear. I think that is everyone's fear is if you're at someone else's house and you clog. The I know, and I'm like the the probability of this is too high. We got to get like a, some. Has that powers. ever happened? I've never. I don't think I've ever done that at someone's house. But like, I just remember being. I was probably 21, 22. It was like my boyfriend from the Naval Academy. We were at his house in Phoenix. <laughs> he was so cute. And we were at his house in Phoenix, and we were about to take a road trip with my brother and like a bunch of people. And for whatever reason, I got so sick, like right before we left. It was almost like just one of those like random things where you have to like get everything out of your system and then you're kind of okay. I everything was coming out of every and like as far as like throw up and yeah so I went to his bathroom and I was like throwing out and crapping and I like called thank god my brother was there because he was like I, I was able to be like oh my god I'm like not okay and so he like ran and got me some medicine but I was just like mortified because it was your like you don't you don't poop or do anything when you're dating no, someone you in your 20s any, any you don't gross. ever do anything you don't poop, gross you don't, fart, you don't pick your nose like nothing happens yeah that was I still have that. That's a core memory that I because I was traumatized from that because I was like, oh my god, somehow I miraculously turned it around after that incident. But it was just <laughs> so funny, so horrible, Ugh. horrifying. Yeah. So I'm like, I gotta, I gotta prevent that experience for people. Put in a better toilet in our main floor. Yeah. Truly, 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 the worst experience if you're at someone else's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really really is like it is it's the it's the worst nightmare to do at your boyfriend's house like somebody wrote the chat that happened at their boyfriend's apartment like it's and like no even just having to like go <sighs> poop at your boyfriend's apartment yes the first time, like, the first time you're like yeah you feel like let it's a alone, triumph yeah like let alone then clogging the toilet no 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 you i would just leave and never come back i would <laughs> i would, leave I would just that. walk directly out of the apartment and change my phone number <laughs> I'm sorry. This oh is my gosh. Did anyone watch Jury Duty? I'm not going to talk about the scene where he clogs the toilet, but it, Jury Duty is truly one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Do you oh remember that, that episode in Dairy Girls where they try to fl- I didn't watch that show. 
Yeah, I didn't watch. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Watch it. I know. Okay. I like it's three seasons. It's very accessible. The episodes are like 25 minutes long. You will love it. Literally, please watch it today. I want to be able to talk to you about it. Okay. Okay. It's so good. You will love it so much. The stakes are so. It's like you're. Yeah. I'm almost done with the latest Married at First Sight season that got released. So I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to love Dairy Girls. It's on Netflix. It's so it's just like such a wonderful, like classic sitcom. Yeah. And I like see all the like online. I see all the cute celebrities that are on it. Like they look adorable. But yeah. And it's so 90s. Like everything about it. I do appreciate a good 90s show. Yeah. Okay. Got a lot of the, it's like got a lot of the cranberries like in the soundtrack. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, cranberries. Yes. What? Leah says the cast is on an episode of Bake Off Holiday. Yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And then I also see, I know there's like, a, I'm kind of out of the loop with any like spinoff Bake Off shows, but I did see someone sent us a scene where Ross from Friends was like getting a handshake from Paul yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. I know. I think that one was from a couple months ago because I remember that popping up. I know we need to watch some of this Like spin-off. celebrity bakes. Which, yeah. We really do. By the way, if you guys are listening to this, it'll be Thursday and and then probably should we let's see within the next week? couple days yeah let's plan this right here people can can know when to can join. know when to join yeah we could do it on saturday morning and then more people maybe could join all right so saturday december 2nd at like 7 30 a.m mountain time we are going to record for the bake off final we hope you will join us please join us on your marks gets at bake podcast of course you need to have watched the show right watch it on friday night Right. Then join us on on Saturday morning. Watch our stories. We always post the links in our stories for the chat. That is all we're going to say because some people in the chat. Yeah. No spoilers. No spoilers. 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 Okay. So anything else that you want to comment on for your birthday? And then we should talk talk about the trail run that we did with Kelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do today? Like what is on your agenda? Let's see. Um, I've gotten some great text messages from people. Thanks to everyone who's commented on our Instagram post. We're going to go out to breakfast. My uh, Brandon's dad and stepmom always send a gift card to this like cute little breakfast place nearby for my birthday. And so they like they're always right on the card like someone for someone else to make you breakfast. It's very cute. So we're going to go out to breakfast. Is there anything better than just going out to breakfast? I love going out to breakfast. I know, me too. It's I I don't necessarily love it with the kids because it feels like all of a sudden it's like a hundred dollars and you're like, come on, I could have made this like I could have made sure. a half pancake at my own house. Yeah, totally. But um it is nice when you have a gift card. So that'll be fun. And then um we maybe you're gonna go sledding. That we bought a new sled at Costco <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Then I don't know. I might bake something. I might bake um that chocolate ganache tart finally from the nancy silverton cookbook that i talked about last week i didn't end up baking that but that would be fun to bake i am so behind on the technicals i've, I've only baked like the two technicals at this point i just it, it just i feel like the technicals not to not to go all bake off here but i just feel like they were not that interesting or they were just like insane so many of the technicals everyone just like bombed at so we're like oh gosh why why even try <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, what even was the one this week? I can't even remember. But it was the, no it was the, Wait, no, no spoilers. Nope, but it was nope, just, nope, nope. I know, but we can't. People just that thing. It was that thing. It was so easy. <laughs> it wasn't easy. And none of it's easy. None of it's easy. I yeah, I haven't made. I still want to make that lemon time cake, but just like because I think it looks good, and because yeah. I want an excuse to buy like a fancy bunt pan. Mm-hmm. Nothing bunt cakes. That just oh, always that store. There, there's one of those. Nothing uh, like, bunt cakes. <laughs> so good. 
Nothing Bund Cakes. They're really good. Have you ever had those? Oh, yeah. They're delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. What's the other cookie store that's really popular, too? My friends are always like, go to that Crumble. Cook- Crumble cookies. Yeah. I don't love Crumble. I think they're too sweet. Not my yeah. fave. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. So, yeah, last week we did a trail run with our friend Kelly. Joy and I went, and then I also dragged along my friend Danny, <laughs> who then in turn dragged me to a concert. No, we both had a good time at both things. My takeaway was that I still don't like to run, but I had a lot of fun, and Kelly was great, and she's been, you guys know Kelly. We talk about her all the time she's always in the chat and she has been like trying to get me to come and i'm always like i don't want to come because i'm going to be the slowest one and that's my number one insecurity in my life is like being slow i don't want to feel like i'm holding people up and she's like no it's fine we will run walk you will not be the only one who run walks there are plenty of people and i was like yeah but like people always say that there are plenty of slow people and then there aren't because joy is going and joy is not slow and so like joy and i cannot run in the same group this is just the way this is like a thing i know about us we have very different running personalities and so like if like there's one there's two choices you can run with like a joy mentality or you can run walk with a clear mentality and like never the twain shall meet that was not true there were two groups one there were three groups yeah that's true there was like the real runner the real runner group went off and they just wanted to they were on a mission they had a goal they wanted to finish they wanted to kind of win the warm-up and that's great that wasn't me okay kelly says hey we're all real runners you know what we mean there was like the fast runner group they were there to go on a run yes they were like we're getting our workout in right now the workout group they People who were like, this was a workout run for them. Then there was the group that was like, we want to run, but we're here to just like have fun, but like run also. And there was my group that was like, we are here to run a little bit, walk a little bit, like chat. There was one time where we were running and we did, so it was three miles. We averaged like a little over probably about a 13 and a half minute mile. There was one point where we were talking about all the open space in Boulder. Somebody in the group was like, it's so like, it's so unique to Boulder to have all this city open space. And I tried to start talking about how the reason that Boulder has that is because of the university and like that a lot of that land, it's not the only reason, but like a, a like part of why Boulder was set up that way is because a lot of the land was held by the city of Boulder and the state of Colorado for the University of Colorado. And then like ultimately they ended up not needing it or they ended up using it in a different way. And so they gave the land back to the city or to the state for trails. But I got like half a sentence into that story into that like explanation was like I will tell you when we take a walk a walk break because I cannot talk and run like there is no such thing as a conversational pace if I am running I am not conversing the group that I went with and I just kind of was starting to jog I brought Joe and I was going to be like I'm just gonna jog maybe I'll walk I I like I love Kelly's groups because you truly get there and you're just like you're going at a pace that feels comfortable for you and you don't feel like you're left behind. And I know Kelly's talked about like some groups she's seen where people are like, no, everyone's welcome, but you go there and everyone just like blasts off and you're like literally the only person truly does not happen with her group. So if you're a local, definitely go check it out because it's always so fun. Every time I go there, I was talking to the group that I was running with and we were truly just like at a very casual, we were at a talk and run pace. Like for us, we were just kind of casually chit-chatting and I was so proud of Joe because normally when I run with Joe, we do walk and runs because I like to let him stop and sniff. But because we were on a trail, there's like not many places that he could like, you know, jolt off and stop. But and he ran like the whole time. I was so proud of him. But every time I do one of those, it always reminds me of how important it is, or at least for me, how much it helps to run with someone when you're training for something or even just going on a run. It makes a world of a difference when you're running with somebody because running is so mental <laughs> that like this it's 
I don't know a ton of people who are like, yeah, run. I mean, the pro runners, or at least the people who are really, 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 really into running. But I even think, I think everyone deals with this at some point of just when you're running, it's a lot of mental game where you're like, I'm tired, or I want to stop. You get a lot of that mental noise. When you're running with someone, you're just distracted. You're maybe just feeding off of their energy. We were having a little bit of a conversation that was distracting. And by the end of the three miles, I was like, oh my gosh, that went by so fast. And it just, like right now, if I was to go run three miles, I'd be like, uh, you just kind of have that like drag feeling. And it was just lovely. It was so motivating. And everyone took a photo afterwards. There was a sweet little dog park next door, which by the way, I know I'm aware of all the dog illnesses that are going on right now. If you have if you have a dog and you, you've seen in the news, there's like a really dangerous flu. Unfortunately, one of our canine companions puppies passed away from it. It's devastating um, in North Carolina, only five months old, truly devastating in the puppy raiser community. But that day when I took, I feel like I have to just like disclaim this, but I took Joe to that little dog park next spot next door. I typically go to dog parks where there's not a lot of dogs. And I noticed there was like maybe three dogs in this dog park. So, and that was like the same day I found out about this illness. So when we got home, I was like, oh shoot, I probably shouldn't have done that. But just be careful, read the, you know, talk to your vet, read the recommendations. It sounds like it's, it can be pretty serious. No, I'm so worried. We're, we're, we have to board River for a week when we leave for Costa Rica after Christmas. She, I don't know, you know, we don't have another option. Like, yeah, just make sure she's up on her vaccinations. Talk to your she vets. Is, yeah, she's a, she's a hearty little thing. But yeah, um, you know, I think River could eat like a tree stump and she'd be fine. But I think just like anything, it's one of those things. Like the more I read about it, it's like, yeah, this can be really like surprisingly. It goes extremely fast. I mean, the yeah, puppy like, that passed away was here today, gone tomorrow type of right. fast. And it's one of those things where it's like if you start to notice something, like take them in. Don't just think like, oh, this is nothing because right. it might not be nothing. But if you catch it, then it's like, okay, you know, this is like a respiratory thing that they mm-hmm. are starting to figure out. But mm-hmm. no. Ugh. Yeah, it's really scary. So obviously, just, you know, talk to your vet, get the recommendations from your vet in your area too. Colorado seems to be more of a quote unquote hot spot just based on like the maps that we're seeing, seeing of where it's we have spreading. So many dogs in Colorado. I'm worried that she's going to like, what if she gets sick in the first couple of days and they don't notice it and she's at the boarding facility right, right. and they like don't take her in? Yeah. You want to watch River while we're in Costa Rica? Yeah. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, I've heard, you have to really understand, too, that I've heard not every dog has a flu shot. And it's not, the flu shots are not a very common shot that vets will give to dogs. So I had to ask for Joe's flu shot because Canine Companions requires the flu shot for these puppies. Whereas JT, I don't think has a flu shot. So like, these are the types of things you want to make sure that your dogs have and just verify with your with your vets. I do know that we had a couple puppy raisers, I'd say this summer, who had to contact a few different vets to get a flu shot to meet our requirements with puppy raising, because again, they require a flu shot. And vets don't automatically give that. And so we were trying to find different vets around town because they don't care carry it because it's not something that is a really common. So I'm curious to see how vets are going to be reacting to this too. And maybe it's something that they're going to bring back on board because, and if there's any vets out there, I'd love to know. But that was something that I noticed where I was like, oh, 
The reason I know is because we didn't get Joe a flu shot right away. And when we were sending in his records before turn in, they were calling us like, hey, we don't see a flu shot on his record. I'm like, oh, I thought vets just gave, you know, the, the shots that we're supposed to have, the vets will give them. Canine Companions is like, no, not every vet will give you a flu shot in your vaccine. So you have to really make sure that you're asking for that. Anyway, that's just a side note. Sorry to get sidetracked on that. But I wanted no, to no, kind of no, disclaim that. A lot of people are probably getting ready to board their dogs over the holidays. Yeah. And so, again, back to the trail thing. It was a lovely experience. I did take Joe to a dog park and that was the same day I found out that I was like, oh my gosh, I should be a little more careful, but I'm really particular about dog parks in general. Don't take your your dog to a dog park that you, there's like 50 dogs. Like it's just not really right, it's great. Just dog lord yeah. Flies. Yeah. But this one was perfect. This was, <laughs> this one, yeah, this one was great. It was really cute. Not a lot of people there, really friendly dogs. We were joking because there was a golden retriever named Breck and I was like, oh, I know so many of the golden retriever named Breck. I know like 10 golden retrievers named Breck. So many goldens. I have one in my neighborhood named Breck. I mean, it's, we were just like, that's so funny. A lot of people like to name but, and the dogs. But then again, Breck I Breck. also. For Breckenridge. For Breckenridge, I also have like two or three coworkers with dogs named River, so I really can't talk. Yeah. But it was really cute. I was kind of joking. I was kind of be- not a jerk, but I was just being a little sassy because I came back and I was like, there's a dog named Breck. And you're like, oh, really? There's, a- <laughs> but it was cute because the girl's like, Breck for Breckenridge. And I'm like, really? Because <laughs> that's such a common thing here. I was like, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, we were being jerks about it. <laughs> But it is. People are like. He was so cute, though. He was so cute. Oh, so cute. Okay. What else? How do you want to end your birthday episode? What else is what else is new and fun? I for my birthday, I want more people to sign up to come to Ireland. Yes. Ireland. still have spots. We, in fact, added more spots because there was so much interest. And then now people are like, "Eh, actually, never mind. So if you were interested, we really want you to come. The day this drops will be the last day before the discount, too. Because it'll drop on November 30th and you get a discount before the first, right? Till the end of the month for $125 off, which if you're already signed up, this is similar to like the discount you got for signing up within the first month. So it's $125, which I know like doesn't feel like a lot to move the needle for such an expensive trip, but it's not nothing, guys. You know, that's enough to like get yourself a fancy meal and some extra beers while we're there. (laughs) That's enough to like go into the United Lounge or something when you're at the airport. Like that's, you know, give yourself like a little fancy, little fancy upgrade. I am just so excited about this trip. And I know it's going to be so, so, so fun. And I'm so excited. I I was telling my mom about it yesterday because she's like, how's Ireland coming along? I'm like, I can't believe we're doing this. I've just, yeah, I'm watching so many Taylor Swift videos. It's kind of a problem, but I'm just so ready. It's me. So I like, and I'm not even going to Taylor. I'm like, just possibly, possibly. Yeah. I'm, I'm open to the opportunity, but I'm just so excited to go. I like, if you have never been to Ireland, it literally feels magical. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. You guys know that I am not this type of person, but it feels I can't when wait. you're there, it's just so grounding and like, I don't know, it's just so wonderful. You have to come with us. If you have been considering it, please reach out. We want to answer your questions. We want to help you get signed up. It's going to be an amazing, amazing trip. And we want as many people as we can to come with us because I don't know, like we don't have another trip that we're, you know, ideating. Like this could be our only trip for a while and it has is our first trip in a while. So we really, really want you to come. That's my wish. Is it more people? Go enjoy your breakfast. Maybe cook something out of Nancy Silverton. Yes. Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, was that was that someone in was that a child? Oh, Evie was saying Oh. <laughs> I was like, was that in my backyard or was that no, Evie? That was, that was in my house. That was Evie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody. Happy birthday. Bye.